There's two types of people here today. There are sinners that have been saved from their sins, and there are sinners that are still under the penalty of their sins. What group are you in? Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the author of Why Life Hurts and co-author of Evangelism Made Simple. Welcome back to In Grace. Today, we're going to conclude a message that we started yesterday, finding hope in the valley of trouble. As a matter of fact, that's where we often find ourselves in the valley of trouble. I know when I was a kid, I got in trouble a few times. My sister more than me. <laughs> I hope she's listening. She's in Southeast Ohio and uh, one of the stations out there carries in grace. It's the Clean Air Network. I love Clean Air. What a wonderful name for a radio network. So if you're listening out there in Coshocton, Ohio, my dear sister, my older sister, Julie Darian, uh, her husband's the pastor of the Crossroads Bible Church in Shiloh. So if you uh, if you know where that little town is, you'll know where their church is. Uh, and they're trying to build a church. They have a beautiful property near the Walmart there in Coshocton. So of our 550 radio stations, I hope one of them, my sister's listening to. And uh, we're, we're thankful, by the way, for clean air, for broadcasting in grace. Uh, but we were, we're all in trouble. We're all in need of of hope, right? And so this message goes from the story of Achan, and he was one of the people that went up to Jericho to conquer Jericho, and the incredible story of marching around, or the incredible story of marching around the city once a day for six days, seven times on the seventh day. The walls fall out. They're told not to take anything except for the gold and silver for the tabernacle, but Achan stole gold, silver, and garments, and so he buried them. And then he, he was discovered. And, and that's a lesson. We can't hide. And we're sinners. We're all in the valley of trouble. And that, that is called the valley of a core. That means trouble in Hebrew. And that's actually where we all live. We're in the valley of trouble. And when you go to the valley of a core today, I think it's there near Jericho, between Jericho and Qumran, it's a kind of still a barren place, a, a dry place. Now, Israel with irrigation is, is starting to make the desert bloom. But there's a day that the Bible talks about. We're going to cover this today. There's a prophecy that says in Hosea 2.15, I will give her her vineyards from thence and the valley of Accor for a door of hope. The, that the valley of Accor in another prophecy says that it will it will blossom, that, it, that there will be grass growing, that shepherds will, will shepherd their flocks in the valley of Accor. But we're all in that valley. We're all in trouble. We all have sinned. We've all stolen. We've all lied. And we all need redemption and salvation. So we're going to go through the story today in Joshua 7, talking about Achan and what he did, and then find out that we've all sinned. We we're all in his position. and But then there's the door of hope, and that is Jesus. And so this is a really, really important message that we all need to hear. And, and hopefully you've gone through the door of salvation, the door of hope. And uh, one day, I believe that in Israel, uh, it, there's buried. The Copper Scroll talks about this incredible treasure, millions and millions of dollars of gold, silver, uh, maybe the the tabernacle or temple um, vessels and garments are buried. And that discovery, just like Achan buried those things, the discovery of this, this hoard of treasure that the Copper Scroll talks about, and I believe I know where it is, will lead to the salvation of many people because they will believe, oh, the Bible is true. And the Bible talks about the temple and the, the tabernacle. It really exists. So, 
we know the Bible says that this place will be uh, a, a place of blessing. And so I know the Bible's true. And whether or not there's a treasure there or it's found, I, I just like to dream a little bit. And if you want to watch that, it's the Copper Scroll uh, video that In Grace did. You can find that on our YouTube or Roku channel. Uh, but isn't that amazing that God can do that? God can take our worst situation and make it into something that is absolutely marvelous. So I think that you'll enjoy today's In Grace. Don't forget, In Grace takes people to Israel and we'll take you and show you Jericho and the Dead Sea and Qumran. And if you'd like to go with us, we have three trips coming up. Two are basically sold out. We have one in February, one in June. Those are basically sold out. There's waiting lists if you're interested, but then there's one that's wide open in February of 2025. So you have a year and a half to plan, but you definitely want to get on that list right away, put a deposit down, and come to Israel within grace. I would love to show you this amazing land of Israel. Go to ingraceradio.com and click on travel. ingraceradio.com and click on travel. The law is God's perfectness. The law is in place to show us how we should live. Don't kill, don't steal, don't covet. You know, we have all these do nots. We also have do's. You know, the law isn't just the Ten Commandments. The law, there are many, many laws of God in the Bible. And if you break one, you've broken the entire law. We deserve to be accursed. And we are accursed, according to the Bible. So what's the solution? Well, they had to deal with this. Joshua 7.19, and Joshua said unto Achan, so they, they, what they did was they brought all the tribes before God and God dismissed all the tribes but one. Okay, it's in this tribe. And then they went through all the families. Okay, it's in this family. Okay, and then they went through all the people and it was one person. Can you imagine Achan in line this whole time knowing it was him the whole time? And Joshua said unto Achan, my son, give, I pray thee, glory to the Lord God of Israel and make confession unto him and tell me now what thou hast done. And to uh, Achan's credit, he did tell the truth, but he had been caught. And Achan answered Joshua and said, indeed, I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel, and thus have I done. When I saw among the spoils a goodly Babylonian garment, and 200 shekels of silver, and a wedge of gold, a 50 shekels weight. Then I coveted them and took them. And behold, they are hid in the earth in the midst of my tent, and silver under it. So Joshua sent messengers, and they went to the tent, and they found that, he, that indeed he had stolen these things and buried them and found them. This is a sad situation, but again, this is all of our situations. All of us have sinned. All of us have gone astray. We have all turned to our own way. And so what did they do? Well, the Bible says that he was killed for his sin. They raised, in verse 26, over him a great heap of stones unto this day. So the Lord turned from the fierceness of his anger. Wherefore, the name of that place was called the Valley of Accor unto this day. The Valley of Accor is still there today, the Valley of Trouble. I'm a pretty good person. You're still in the Valley of Trouble. You're probably better than the person sitting next to you, but you're still in the Valley of Trouble. We all are sinners in Romans 3, 23, for all have sinned. You know that word all does not exclude you. 
You might not be as bad of a sinner as someone else, but we're all sinners. There's two types of people here today. There are those that are sinners that have been saved from their sins, and there are sinners that are still under the penalty of their sins. What group are you in? And then there's two types of people that are still under the penalty of their sin. There's those that say, well, I'm too bad. I've done too horrible of things. There's no way God can forgive me. And you know what? You're wrong. I've met people that think there's no way God could possibly forgive me. You're wrong. Because God will forgive anyone that comes to faith in Jesus. And then you have another group of people, and I actually find more of these, unfortunately, that I'm pretty good. I've never killed anybody. I'm a pretty good person. That's not the question, are you pretty good? The question is, are you perfect? And we all have to say no. It reminds me of the man that wrote the IRS a letter. Aren't you glad that tax day's coming? We're all excited about that. We all get to pay our taxes. Isn't that great? It's like going to a dentist. <laughs> you have to do it. I mean, you really do. Sorry if you're a dentist. Uh, we have a great friend as a dentist. I love him to death, but I just don't like what he does for a living. It's terrible. <laughs> so he wrote the IRS a letter and he said, look, uh, my preacher preached a message about stealing and about sin, and I'm just so, uh, I'm so convicted by it that I can't sleep, so I wrote you a check for $350. And then he said, if I still can't sleep, I'll send you the rest. We all have sinned. Admit it. We're all sinners. We've all lied. We've all cheated. We've all stolen. We've all lusted. We've all said words that we wish we could take back that have hurt people. We've reacted in certain ways that isn't right. We do it every day, as a matter of fact. That's the problem in the world is sin. But there's a solution in Romans 5, we just read Romans 3.23, Romans 5.12, it says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered the world. When did that happen? That happened with your ancestor. All of you are related to one man. His name was Adam. When he willfully sinned. Every one of you that has been born of Adam, you are a sinner. You are condemned. Because you were born of Adam, a sinner, and you sin. We all sin. By one man, sin entered into the world, and death by sin. This was what God's warning was. If you eat of that one tree, they had all of the trees, and they could eat of any of them, but just this one. Why would God do that? Because he was proving you have a choice. He made us with the ability to choose to obey or to disobey. That means we're not robots. That means that we can love God volitionally. We can show God that we love him by obeying him. And if we didn't have a choice in the matter, then there wouldn't be any volitional love. But God had created that ability to choose, and guess what we did? Probably not long after creation, we sinned. You say, well, it was Achan's sin. Why did his family have to pay the consequences? Why did Israel have to pay the consequences? Because sin isn't just you. Sin affects so many people. And Adam's, that one sin, sin entered the world and death by sin. This is what the Bible says. If you're getting mad, 
You can't get mad at me. I love that about preaching the Bible. You have to get mad at God because I'm just telling you what the Bible says. So death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. We're all in the valley of a core. We're all in the valley of trouble. We all deserve God's judgment and anger. Look down at verse 18 of Romans 5. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation. We are condemned to hell. Hell is real. I think you know it innately. You know that there is such a place. You have to block the idea of hell. It's not a place where there's partying going on and a devil with pitchfork. It's a place of fire, eternal torment. Jesus spoke more about hell than heaven. My friends, if you don't think it's real, you're fooling yourself. I think you know it's real. I asked the gentleman sitting next to me at a breakfast this week. It was a breakfast to support Israel. And I was proud to be there standing for Israel. And he was a Jewish man, and he was a believer in Jesus. And I said, how did you come to faith in Jesus? And he says, someone told me, one of my colleagues told me, you're on your way to hell. <laughs> like, well, that's direct, I guess. Uh, that's a, one way to do it. And he said, I didn't want to go to hell. He said his friend, his colleague said, read Isaiah 53. And of course, Jewish people would be happy to read Isaiah 53 because he's such a great prophet. He's reading it. I said, what did you think when you read Isaiah 53? He said, I thought it was talking about Jesus. It was, you know, it was. So there is a hell. Jesus spoke about hell, but that's why he came to die for our sins so that you can avoid hell. And a lot of people understand that, but here's where they miss it. They think that they have to be good from now on. Here's the problem with that. Try it. This September, we remember the lives lost and the bravery and strength that emerged from the ashes of 9-11. Let us come together to honor the heroes and acknowledge the courage of those deeply impacted by the tragic events of that day. Experience the incredible story of a heaven-sent rescue, an emotional tribute to a 9-11 first responder. When you give any amount to InGrace this week, Jim Scudder will personally express his gratitude by sending you this powerful video. And for a generous gift of $50 or more, you'll receive InGrace's entire patriotic bundle, including four more incredible video series. To take advantage of this exceptional offer, call 800-78-GRACE. Go to our website at ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Again, that's 800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. We're still in the valley of trouble. We're still under the curse. We're still under the punishment. By the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, here's the message of hope. Finding hope in the valley of trouble. Here's the hope. Here's where it comes. Even so, by the righteousness of one, who was that? Jesus. The free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. If you are declared righteous or justified by Almighty God, guess what? You will escape the fire of hell and you will enter the glories of heaven. But you have to be justified by this one, this one that was righteous, this one that died to create a free gift. 
For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. These are beautiful truths contrasting the sinner and the Savior. One man's sin, Adam, we're all condemned, we're all sinners, we sin. But one man's righteousness, Jesus, he came because he loves you. He didn't have to come, he didn't have to die, but he did it because he loves you. Born of a virgin, that sin nature was not passed on to him. Born of Mary, so he was human. He was the only perfect, innocent human to live, and he laid down his life a sacrifice for you. This is incredible, friends. Don't let this pass over you. You're in the valley of trouble. You need a savior. Romans 6, 23, the wages of sin is death. That's bad news. But the gift of God is eternal life. That's good news. How do you get the gift of God? Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hosea tells us that this valley of Accor in Hosea 2.15, we learned about it in Joshua. It's called the valley of Accor because of Achan's sin. But there's a prophecy in, in Hosea that says this place of cursing, this place of trouble, this valley of Accor is going to become a door of hope. That's exactly what Jesus did. You know, he said that he was the door, John 10, verse 9. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. And the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, to destroy. That's the devil. I am come that they might have life, salvation, and then abundant life, and that they might have it more abundantly. Therefore, being justified, Romans 5, 1, by faith, we have peace with God. There's the hope that springs this valley of trouble. Literally in the future, God is going to transform it into a, a place of hope. There's another prophecy that talks about a place. And if you go there today, it's not a lovely place. It's a very barren and dry and deserted place. But if you go there in the future, when this prophecy is fulfilled, it's a place where flocks will lie down. You could just picture the change that God has for this real geographic location. And I believe that's going to happen in the millennium. This valley of trouble will become a door of hope. There's a whole series we did about this. There's a, a hidden treasure that is buried probably right in that area. It's called the Copper Scroll. That's a whole other series, a whole other sermon. But um, it would be interesting if they uncover gold and silver. And that's what opens the door of hope for Israel that became cursed because of one man burying gold and silver in that same place. But we're justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Are you still in the valley of trouble? Well, there's hope. All you have to do is put your trust in Jesus. You say, how do I do that? You know what? I think adults miss the simplicity of the gospel because we want to do it. It can't be that simple. I've got to do my part. God did his part. I got to do my part. If you think that, you're saying that God did not do enough. If you think you can save yourself by your works, you're saying that Jesus did not have to die. Can you imagine saying Jesus didn't even have to die? Because if you could save yourself, why would Jesus have died on the cross? No, there's only one option left. I couldn't do it myself. Therefore, God who loves me 
paid the penalty for my sin on the cross. And that's offered to you as a gift. You and me are sinners. This sin separates us from God forever in a place called hell. But God didn't want that. God sent his son Jesus to become sin for us on the cross. And if you'll simply believe in him, you'll have eternal life. You'll be saved from the valley of trouble. You will be saved from the penalty and curse of sin, which is hell. And you'll be saved to heaven forever and ever. That's great news, my friend. But you first have to make a decision to trust in Jesus Christ. You say, well, what if I mess up after I trust in Christ? You're going to. You're going to. We all will mess up. But all of our sins were paid. All of our sins were future when Jesus died. He paid for all of your sins on that cross. So if you say, well, if I mess up, he still has you. Now he's going to treat you like a son, like a daughter. A good dad cannot kick the child out of the family. You can't do it. You might want to do it. They might want you to do it, but you can't. It's biologically impossible. You are their child. Now, a good mom or dad is going to lovingly chasten their kids when they're bad, but you will never kick them out. That's God. He is love. He is good. He's demonstrated that by sending Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, that's to trust in him, shall not perish, which is hell, but have everlasting life, which is heaven. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says, and thou shalt be saved. Well, we have all heard about the trouble that we find ourselves in. We're all in the valley of Accor, the valley of trouble, and we all need a savior. And there is hope. There's a door that you can walk through, and his name is Jesus. And if you'll trust in him, it's as if you're walking through the door of hope. It's like Noah and his family walked through the door of the ark, and they were saved from destruction, saved from a global flood. So can you and I be saved from our sins, from hell to heaven by walking through the door of Jesus, believing in him, trusting in him, not a religion, not a priest, not a pastor, but trusting in a person. His name is Jesus. He is God in the flesh. He came historically verified. He came, he lived, he died, he rose again. And if he rose again, folks, it's all true. The entire Bible is true. If he rose again, how do we know he rose again? Well, he appeared to so many people. Those disciples that all ran away when he was crucified, they all thought, well, I must have been deceived. He really wasn't who he said he was. When he rose again, it changed them into the most powerful, dynamic group of men that ever lived. They literally, access turned the world upside down. Most of them died for their faith. Well, I know that means that they witnessed a resurrected person that they had seen die. That will do a profound impact on you and your life. And once you have met Jesus and you have met the resurrected Savior, you've walked through the door of hope, he can do incredible things in your life. Stay close to him and allow him to make the, the most uh, hard situations, the most sad situations into something that is a blessing and brings him glory. And uh, it's, it's wonderful to see him work. Uh, speaking of tragic situations, we know that about uh, what, 22 years ago, America was attacked. And remember that next week, we told the story of a rescuer on 9-11. We call it a heaven sent rescue. It's a really powerful two-part video series where I take Staff Sergeant Dave Carnes back to New York City where he rescued two police officers from the rubble of the World Trade Center. And we tell his story on In Grace. You really need to see this. 
And when you make a gift of any amount to Ingrace, we're going to thank you by sending you this video, A Heaven Sent Rescue, the story of Dave Carnes at 9-11. Now, if your gift is $50 or more, I've got four more videos in a patriotic bundle. Not only the Dave Carnes story, we tell you the story of astronaut Charlie Duke, another great American, and three more videos that talk about God and how important he is in our country, in our foundation, and in our in our history. Contact us today to get our patriotic bundle, 1-800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. Let us come together to honor the heroes and acknowledge the courage of those deeply impacted by the tragic events of 9-11. When you give any amount to InGrace this week, Jim Scudder will express his gratitude by sending you a heaven-sent rescue. Or for a generous gift of $50 or more, get our entire patriotic bundle, including four more incredible video series. Call 800-78-GRACE. Go to ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on InGrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr. InGrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.